All right, we want to say shout out to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, 1812 Barbecue, Blue Collar Cycle Shop, and Hook, Line, and Heroes. Without you, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, while you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting in our blue-collar bunkers right here in Concord area, North Carolina. We've got a great show. Well, let me be honest with you. I usually say we've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but honestly, I have no idea what's going to happen today. So we're just going to go and see what happens. Uh, let me go ahead and introduce our starting lineup. We've got running the video, but now you see him, now you know, it's Magic Man. Hey, everybody. Uh, at the control deck in the control booth, it is our infamous producer, Brian. Hey, guys. Uh, our illustrious uh, leader, Mojo, is out uh, tonight. His hemorrhoids were flaring up, so he will not be joining us tonight. And of course, I'd be your host, Biggin, and how about you? Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. If this is your first time joining, it's our take, again, like I said earlier, life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. We are now live on Facebook. We are now live um, on YouTube Live. So, if you're listening to the podcast now and you have not yet subscribed to those two avenues, check that out. Please do so. Also, listen to our podcast. It's going to be the same exact thing, just a podcast version where Producer Brian cleans it up, throws in some commercials, makes it sound oh so velvety smooth, like you're drinking, um, you know, far, the Fair Life chocolate milk whole milk, or as producer Brian now is doing, uh, bourbon. Listen, uh, so check out our, our podcast, SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. Check out our webpage, SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. If you would like to help support the show, which clearly we need it, um, please check out our Patreon link at. Uh, you mean emotional support, right? The, what was that? You mean emotional support, right? Emotional support dogs. If you want to yeah. give uh, Ryan some of those, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> check out our Patreon link at patreon.com forward slash SFP radio. Um, again, thanks again for tuning in. If you're listening live via uh, YouTube, via Facebook, shout your comments to us. Not literally shout them, but put them in the, the little Google machine there. Send us your chats. We'll try to answer questions and stuff while we're while we're going. So, thanks again for tuning in. This is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. I'm going to ask you like I ask you guys every week. How you be darn? Darn good. Um, any any uh, insight from from you, Ryan? I know last week we talked. You were starting to run out of toilet paper, and I was a little concerned about that. Uh, I offered up uh, a little bit of my stash for you. You did. Have you been able to find any toilet paper recently? Well, Biggin, I really do appreciate your concern, man. You're a true good friend, and, and I appreciate you. Um, we happened to actually find a little bit of TP at a food lion, um, and so we grabbed a couple of uh, packages. Not, we didn't want to do the hoarding thing, but we got enough to get us through for the next week or so. And, uh, you know, they were putting more out as we were there. So 
hopefully that TP shortage will be easing up here soon. Nice. Uh, one little word of advice: I was we we drove up to Yanceyville, and I'll talk about this here in a little bit. Um, but we had to stop to the bat to use the restroom, um, and so we stopped into the Sheets. Have you guys been to the yes. Sheets? Yes. Hey, yeah. That's yes. A, that's a strong gas station there. I love um, me some Sheets. Yeah. Well, uh, if you need toilet paper, you can just go in there and just steal the spare tire. Mm. I mean, just take the whole thing if you need it. They had plenty. It looked like. So there's that. Peace, Brian. How you be doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, still here. Still uh, haven't killed any children yet. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. So I saw something. <laughs> this is, I guess, a sign of the times. I was watching this uh, like Earth Day documentary. It's not even a documentary. It's an Earth Day movie on the TV. It's like a 30 minute thing. It was on the, on the Apple TV Plus yesterday. At the very end of it, they have all these people gathered on the roof of this building. And I'm going, can they do that? Is that allowed? You yeah. just look, they're, they're standing way too close together. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an animated thing. So it's like a cartoon, oh. but just the seeing people in a small like group together, mm-hmm. it made me kind of double, like think twice about the world I'm living in right now. <laughs> it freaked you out that? to see the animated people. Yes. Group together. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm just making like, sure that we're clear. It's like, oh, this is so culturally in, insensitive. Yeah, you can't do that. Showing right now, right? Hey, we got um, a, a comment. It looks like uh, uh, Mojo's IBS is easing up a little bit. Uh, he oh. uh, had a, a, a comment. He says nothing compares to Bucky's. B u c c dash e e s. Yeah, Bucky's. Yes. Yeah, Bucky's. Um, is that some kind of ointment or? Uh, I understand. It sounds like it could be his ointment for his hemorrhoids. I totally get could that. Could be. Could be. Um, uh, we could get uh, former producer Sketch to come on to talk about the Buckies. I've been to the Buckies, guys. If you've never been to the Buckies, the the little mascot obviously is a beaver. Makes sense. But it is the cleanest bathrooms. They're the bathrooms that have the walls uh, all the way down. It's not just the little half partition of metal, which you creepily could sneak around, you know, and look and, you know, be weird about, but it's a full wall up and down the side, very clean bathrooms. They make their own jerky. That's all I have to say about that. They make Mm. their own jerky at the Bucky's. It's fantastic. Any snack you can think of. I've actually been to the Philly area and they have Wawa's there. W-A-W-A. They, they're they're yeah. pretty good, too. QT has a pretty good offering as well. Mm. I, I'll tell you, in, in all honesty, the Bucky's, um, like the QT is to, to is like the, the QT is, 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 I'll say, comparable to the family dollar as Bucky's is to Target. Whoa. Does that make sense? Like, hmm. QT is, is good. It's fine. But it's not. It doesn't come in. It fails in comparison to the Buckies. It's giant. Yeah, it's it's like, a ginormous it's like, store. It's like fine dining in the gas station kind oh, of situation. Oh, sure. Like, you, I'm sure you can go into the Buckies and get uh, a steak, like potato. A Wagyu hot dog. Wow. What was that? A Wagyu hot, do- hot dog. I'm sure. I'm sure they're there. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a fantastic thing. It's Where did you say that was? They're They're... Mainly located, I think, in Texas. When we were in Texas, uh, that's where we found. Them. Hmm. So if you're if you're out that way, I don't know 
and somebody can look this up, like where all they're located, the closest one to us. But man, they're fantastic gas stations. Hey, want to say hello to Angela, Jim, and Keith, uh, who are hey are, guys are uh, commenting on our our stream here. So just wanted to recognize fantastic. You all. I any, really any, wish I could see that. Um, <laughs> so uh, Magic Man, anytime a comment comes down the pipeline that you think we need to address this. You just butt right in. Of course. Don't even care. Okay. Don't care what the story is. Just go for it. Will do. Will do. All right. You have you have all permission. Um, so <laughs> so I, I should I shouldn't mute him then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, probably. That's not. right. Or or he could just wave <laughs> his hands like he just got the the third the fourth pick now of the NFL. Oh, there you oh. Go. where well, we the at? Third New one York. Was kind of quick there. Yeah. New York Giants. Uh, they have got the time on the clock. Um, Mojo, right, says so that, went, Mojo says they're opening a Bucky's in Alabama. Oh, yeah, maybe I'm just throwing this out there. Oh man, if we could go to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and go to a Bucky's and a um, a Lambert's restaurant, mm. that'd be worth it. Have you guys heard of the Lambert's? No, don't think so. Um, it it's <laughs> think of it as a kicked up Cracker Barrel. It's like country country eats. Um, it started in Sykeston, Missouri, but they one of their claims to fame is they're the home of the throwed rolls. The, I'm sorry, the what? Let me, I'll repeat because I know it's throwed like throwed like thrown rolls. Yes, okay, throwed okay thrown rolls. And so what you do is you order like your your entree. So so it's either fried chicken, meatloaf. Um, you know, livers, whatever it is. Like, you just ask for your entree. And then they have people that come by with a pass around. And so it's either like um, uh, like fried okra. You can get, um, like, uh, corn, green beans, those things. And you have, like, a bowl. And then those come by and they'll, you know, put a helping of it on your plate. And so you can eat as much of that as you want. It, you're, o- you're only buying... The entree, but everything else is just put on your plate, and then, and then you see the cart come by, and it is filled with these these yeast rolls. I'm not joking; they're probably about yay big, about the size of my head, right? Um, and they'll get them, and you'll be like, "They'll say, who wants a roll?" You raise your hand, and do they'll get these things, and they'll chuck them right at you. Oh wow! They'll oh. throw. It's hitting people in the side of the head. Like they're falling over. Grandma's so they're, out. They're on, soft, the right? They're soft. Balls, yeah. <laughs> okay. But you know, you they'll make a joke about, it. oh, you can't catch, you know, butterfingers, whatever, and then they'll throw you another one, and you'll just get it, and eat it. They're they're delicious. They're ginormous. You know, about yay high, about yay round. Uh, I know Man. people on the the podcast are loving this. Um, I but, remember bread. <laughs> but uh, man, it's it's a fantastic little experience there. So I know there's one in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Uh, Sykeston, Missouri, uh, they're they're fantastic. So I love them. I love me some some Lambert. So maybe we maybe we take a field trip down to Bucky's and uh, Lambert's. I I can do a Kickstarter for that, right? Oh yeah, we can do. Yeah, I agree and with Keith. He says do? road trip, road trip. Yeah, yeah, we could document that. Uh, speaking of road trips, this past weekend I went up to Yanceyville, which is about two hours away. Um, Hot Pocket was already up there. Took a small batch. My wife. We we drove up on Friday um, to my aunt and uncle's house. Sixty three acres of unadulterated land. You could just get in the uh, 
the the mule uh, and just not in an actual mule, but get you know the little buggy and just drive around and just like it's just dead quiet out there. Like you, you can hear birds and that's it. Um, enjoyed that, but here's the thing that I love the most about their spot. Again, quiet country, but my uncle will throw down food like it's nothing. Uh, one night we had lasagna, which my wife made and brought it up to be like, you know, to be nice, neighborly and Southern whatnot. But the next night, uh, he made a, a brisket that was on the, the green egg, um, uh, thing. He had it smoking, uh, all the fixings to it. And if there's nothing else I love more than the countryside, it's, it's eating. And mm. man, he, he threw down <laughs> some great food. I was relaxed. Uh, I was having great food, great, uh, you know, uh, folks around me. Uh, so I appreciate them. I don't know if they're going to listen to the show, but my goodness, um, he can throw down some food like none other. We were fat. We were supposed to be on this weekend. We were supposed to be taking a group of guys from church and go into a camp out up in his place. But alas, the stupid virus has decided to not, not play fair. And so we had to stay at home and, and not go. But anyway, it was, it was a great trip. We had a good, relaxing weekend. So uh, that's how I've been. Wow. Um, all right. So let's go to some follow-up discussion items. Um, you know, it's been documented on the last show and the, the show previously that I am well-versed into stock tips. Uh, I have gotten into the stock market, um, uh, and, and I'm loving it. I, I check my stocks more than I check uh, Candy Crush during the day. So I think it's Whoa. starting to become a problem. Have you guys gotten <laughs> into the stocks? Have you guys started playing around with those yet? That would uh, involve expendable money. Sure. So uh, that would be a no. That would be a no. <laughs> now, let me be clear. When I say that I'm playing in the stock market, it's not a lot of money. Um, but I thought it would be nice to share some stock tips of things that I've invested in to give to you guys. Now, if you go to our show notes, you can uh, subscribe. There'll, there'll be a link to the Robinhood app. That's where I've been doing all of my buying and trading and whatnot. If you use that link, you get a free share of stock. I get a free share of stock. You know, I, I appreciate somebody did it this week. So I got a free free share of Coty. Do you guys know what Coty is? I'm just glad it's not Coty. Mm, that's right. It's not that. It's high-end makeup. Oh. I am not familiar. Um, It is right now. My free share is $5.93. Boom. Hey. I mean, that could. That's free money. That's free. It's free money. That's 100%. Uh, So, so my stock tip for the week, the one that has produced a great job. And last week it was Peloton. This week, same similar uh, idea that we're going through is Nautilus. I've heard of them. You've heard of them. They're like the Bowflex. They do the yeah. The I, I used to have the bo- the the dumbbell one. I forget what it's called. Really? The, yeah, it was awesome. The one where you could change like the level. Yeah, of- change. You turn the little knobs and you change the weights on it. Yeah, that's cool. How's yeah. that working for you? Uh, I sold them many years ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of take. Like I forget. I bought. They were very expensive. I decided. I decided I was going to work out. This was probably. This is pre baby. So. Sure. This is probably seven years ago. I bought some weights and a bench. Uh, I think I picked up something else. Got a, oh, I have a, 
the clothes hanger upstairs that with the rolling thing that you can walk on. Oh yeah. Yeah. The treadmill. Uh, treadmill. Yep. There it is. Um, we got one of those, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I got, I got it. And then I sat down on the bench like the first time and like we started doing the, my arms were fine, but that was my back was starting to, uh, kind of go out on me. Oh no. And, uh, to say they didn't get much use, but I put them on, I forget like Craigslist or something. I had like 30 people asking for them and try to negotiate down. I'm like, wow. listen, I can sell these for double right now. Probably. Yeah. Take them. But they were really cool. That, all that to say. Sure. Not less cool. That went well. Um, yeah. And again, I bought 10 shares. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, uh, but it was $3 a share when I bought it. Uh, so my stock tip, uh, as of right now, it is $6 and 10 cents. Uh, I've gone up 102 percent. What? That's good. Cha-ching, yeah. So there we go. That's big and stock tip of the day. <laughs> right. Oh lord. I mean, guys, it's it's just fun to watch the little roller coaster go up and down. Um, I, I can't wait to hear, hear your update when it goes the other direction. Oh sure, like sure. I want to hear what sell. that sounds like. It's just so yeah. You, <laughs> And you just like something, something goes completely down, and you just can't handle it. That's gonna sure, be... I'm going to be crying. I'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I lost seven dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. If well, one one share I was really excited about lost sixteen dollars. I'm like, oh no. Ooh. If I didn't have my my Nautilus that, that made thirty, buddy, I'd be I'd be crying right now. I'm a big spender, y'all. Big spender. Um. So speaking of big spenders. NFL draft is tonight. You guys, uh, I know some of you uh, aren't able to watch. Those that are, are uh, watching this show, they, they may have it on both. But um, so Joe Burrow, first round draft pick for the Bengals. Um, right now, Miami is on the clock with four minutes left. So here's the thing about the NFL draft this year. Obviously, they can't all meet together. So they're doing this whole thing simulcast. You know, from the basement of Roger Goodell's house. I mean, that's just that's just weird, right? The basement that's making of his me house. think that that old Roger has organized the coronavirus just so people wouldn't boo on stage. Like <laughs> the, there's my that's my conspiracy theory theory because every year you watch the NFL draft, every time he walks on the stage, five hundred angry people just yell at him. They just basically. Boo. Yeah, for no reason, and you, they're usually like you know Eagles fans or Giants fans, but because they have the closest, I think, to where they've had it in the for twenty five years. But that's that's my theory that Rogers Goodell like made some deals in China and funded that 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 lab or something. You know, that's that's a that's a stretch, man. I mean, you yeah. really got to hate <laughs> that night to to put the whole country. He's, he's probably like chewing like a whole bottle of Tums, you know. Like, go walk out there. Kind of, how thick is your skin have to be to handle that? I mean, the president does it almost every everywhere he goes. There's like some yeah, type but of the like president has protest. bodyguards. He has trained bodyguards. I don't think Rogers got anything like that. You think you do you think Rogers down in his basement and his wife's upstairs and he gets excited about a pick and she opens up the basement door and is like, "Roger, keep it down. We're trying to get the baby to sleep." <laughs> That's his mom upstairs, not his wife. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. His, his mom's still upstairs. <laughs> Roger, cut it down. Keep it down down there. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just, it, I have a little TV in my office, so if I keep looking up there, that's why. But, uh, I mean, it is, 
you've got all of these analysts, you have all these coaches, you have just all these people, and their desks are perfect. Like every they've cleaned up. Oh yeah. Well, they had Molly Maid come in and take care of that before the the draft, probably. Is Molly Maid a sponsor? Did we did we get that contract signed? That's next week. Okay. I think. All right. Um, but I mean, these <laughs> there's no dust. I want to see the coach's office where he's like, I don't care. I'm on TV. Just whatever. And there's like <laughs> papers piled up everywhere. His like, you know, 2019 taxes are still there. And everything. Oh, you got the Dolphins right now. Ah, here we go. So you're like. Uh, Am I, think, I ahead of you? I think you're ahead of me. So I'm on the antenna, uh, whatever that means. I'm I got running antenna. through the old Hulu, so you might be a little bit ahead of me. Oh yeah, there, there's a uh, some kind of. This is Tua. fascinating oh, podcasting. You got the quarterback too good. Tag Tua. Yeah. So they picked Tua. Yeah, QB. Wow, how about it? Did not see that coming for Miami. Wow. Hmm. Well, they had to get somebody because they had Fitz Magic down there, and that's about it, you know. Yeah, but I mean, Tua. I mean, he, I think he's completely back, right? But he's been dealing with injuries. I don't. Well, the Dolphins don't uh, historically don't. make good decisions, so don't take that to. Uh, sure, I'm sure they had to have. Lace is out. <laughs> right, lace is out, Dan. <laughs> um. So anyway, I just think it's interesting to see all these guys and, um. Their perfect desks and everything else like that. It's just humorous to me. I don't know why. And I'm surprised that it's gone so well. Oh, there's Roger in his basement. With this big TV behind him. I'm, I'm, and there's also a giant jar of, of M&Ms next to him. <laughs> this is great. Uh, wow. And then they, and then they show the families as well. So it's, it's quite entertaining. Yeah, they did like saw those cameras before they brought those in there. What would be fun? Not funny, but what if the the entire NFL now has coronavirus because of because <laughs> the, <laughs> the draft in their house? <laughs> you know, we were talking before the show how hard it is to work with uh, kids mm-hmm. uh, at home, like just everywhere all the time. Sure. I was just watching the Miami coach had like his two sons practically in his lap sure. while he's talking to his new quarterback on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's not distracting, right? You're making. <laughs> Daddy's on a conference Franchise call. Roger, keep it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> evidently, evidently, uh, Roger Goodell's mom is Janet Reno. I don't know where that came from. Keep it down there, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the other thing I want to talk about, I ran across a Facebook thing uh, that asked the question, how Southern are you? And the, the way that they determined if you were Southern or not is by – the uh, the amount of southern foods that they had listed, and you would get one point for every southern food that you had. So I thought it'd be interesting. Again, it's called Southern Fried Philosophy. That we go down the list to see how southern each of us are. So there are a few southern fried foods on here as well. There are. You're right. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to call them out. You guys keep track of how many that you've had, uh, and then at the end of it, we'll see who's the most southern. All right, so the number one, and you guys can play at home as well. Uh, so if you're watching. Yeah, let us know. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Like you'll see if you can beat any of us. That would be interesting to know. So here we go. Number one, Peach Cobbler. Of course, right? Magic Man? That bit, right? I think I've had it before, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's, let's be Stop. real clear. Number Magic one. Magic Man 
It's from California. That is true. All right. So, <laughs> so he's got what's the handicap going to be here? Like 10 points, 15 <laughs> points? But I have been in the area for over three quarters of my life. So, you know. And you, yet you haven't, and you're not sure if you've had peach cobbler. So that's. I'm a picky eater. (laughs) This is not going to bode well for you, sir. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I can tell already. (laughs) All right. The second one, chicken and dumplings. Yes, sir. I had some the other night. My wife made them and they were yummy. There we go. You know what's good with chicken and dumplings? Peach cobbler. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Uh, Cornbread. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, we had this discussion in, in the Bacon mm. household the other day. The she had the Krusty's cornbread mix that's similar to, um, like J- the Jiffy mix. It's I've sweet had the pancakes. Cornbread. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't like sweet. I understand. I just to be clear, I've had regular cornbread and I've had the sweet cornbread. So I'm marking it yes that I have. But there is a distinguishing factor: one has sugar and one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hot topic here in the southern states. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. The next one on the list, gumbo. Yep. I've had it before. Yep. All right. Love gumbo. Yep. Frog legs. No. Negative. Ooh. Score one again for me. Uh, so far. Tell, tell me about the frog legs. I, uh, what's, tastes like chicken, right? They do. Like yeah. I, and it was just, I only taste fishy it. Chicken. Like it's not, it, the, uh, question is, taste. have you ever eaten it? And yes, I have. Did I like it? Not so Taste deep fried? Is that the... No. Uh, yeah, they were deep fried. Um, so there's that. Uh, chicken fried steak. That's a gimme. Oh, yep. yeah. Come on. Burgoo. I don't know what that is. Yes, I don't know what that is. Honestly. See, this is where I wish we had Mojo on, uh, on it, but uh, I feel like I've had it, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, hush puppies. Yes. Yep. Uh, yes, of course. Yes. Asus. S O U S E. No. I don't know what no. that is either. It's pig head. It's pickled pig head. Oh, that's a negative. No, yeah. No, I'm, negative. I'm out of that. Uh, my wife is at it. Uh, shrimp and grits. Oh, yeah. I'm 100%. allergic to seafood. So no. Uh, oh, no. Magic All man. seafood? All of it? Yeah, a lot of it. Hmm. Um, oyster casserole. It sounds like a euphemism, Allerg- but uh, I don't. <laughs> Allergic to seafood. I haven't, I haven't had, had that. No, <laughs> I love I, it. I, I'm interested. I would. I would try it. You know what I I'll do? Like I'll oysters. have uh, Papa Biggin make you some because he makes the okay. best, and then I'll, right. I'll have him send it over your way. Do you get like what kind of oysters? You like? You get real oysters, right? Just real oysters. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not, not the fake. Or... It's not okay. mock oyster. Mock oyster <laughs> casserole uses eggplant. Not a fan of that. Uh, okay. Congealed salad. I'm assuming that's like a Jello salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's I've, like I've had that's that nationwide. That's, yeah. And hey, mm-hmm. uh, my dad is listening on Facebook. Hey, Magic Man Dad. He says, "Ask if they've ever had cow bag." Uh, do I need an Urban Dictionary? That are those uh, like those prairie oysters? <laughs> I'm guessing it's the udder or something. Oh no, <laughs> I haven't had that. Uh, next on the list, fried green tomatoes. I haven't had it. I don't think so. I don't like tomatoes that much. I'm not a tomato guy. Wow. So that automatically kind of throws me off of the... 
We I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't order it intentionally, but I would. I would willing to try it, kind of thing. You know. I'll, I'll say this: uh, at the Zaxby's, they have the the fried green tomatoes uh, and cornmeal, um, and that's what they normally are. They're not bad. The the ones at Zaxby's aren't aren't horrible. Uh, pickles pig pickled pig's feet. No. I'm a no for that one. No, 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 no. Chess pie. Yes. 100%. Please. Red eye gravy. Yes. Yes, no. sir. That. Mm. A tomato sandwich. No, thank you. Should have, but no, because of the tomato. Yeah. I just, I've, I've seen a hundred of them. Mm. <laughs> and this <laughs> is where Mojo and I will disagree. This is, this is a, a perfect example of when I would actually use Miracle Whip versus mayonnaise. And he's going to argue sure. with me, but this is when I would the, use it. The tangy, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, turnip greens. Mm, can we sub collard greens for that? Because that's not on here. I, I think that I think different? that's that's doable. Yeah, yeah I'll, I've okay. got collard greens. Do that. All right, that's going to increase my score a little bit. All right, that's good. Hop and John. Yes. Yep. No. Liver mush. Yep. No. Yep. Love me some liver mesh. You like the niece's um, truck. The nice niece's truck, yep. Rabbit stew, anybody? No. Not, I don't think so. I haven't either. I would eat it if it was there, but I have not sure. seen it. Sure. Uh, red beans and rice? Yep. Yep. No. Brun- Brunswick stew? Have had red beans and rice? No. I mean, just go to, wow. just go to Popeye's. Like... They have it there. Just eat it. But I have had yeah. Brunswick stew. It's... All right. Brunswick okay. stew is a, is okay. a plus. Corn pudding. Yep. Mm. I don't think I've had yes. that. Oh, How many keto things are on here? That's the question. <laughs> Bat back. That is. This is depressing. I've had that. Yep. That. yep. Fried bologna. Yep. All right. No, no fried bologna. No. How about you? <laughs> uh, by the way, Panthers are on the clock looking at Justin Herbert as a quarterback. Ooh, that's telling, isn't it? Ooh. Uh, fried squirrel. Don't think no. so. I have not. Boiled peanuts. Yes. yes. Yes, sir. Chitlins. No. No. A pear salad. Remember, we talked about this. Yeah, before. I haven't. I haven't had the pear salad. I don't think. I've never heard of it until you guys talked about it like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I guess Ryan, if you're not familiar, it's a pear uh, cut in half. It usually from the can. Uh, and then they'll put, we'll put mayonnaise, a dollop of mayonnaise on it, and then some sh- very sharp cheddar cheese on top of that. Yeah, I haven't, no? I haven't had that. All right. Butter beans, aka lima beans. Uh, yes, I have had that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Of course, yes. Uh, jambalaya. Yes. yes. All right. Deviled eggs. Yes. That's Southern. Is that really a Southern thing? It, that's what it says. Listen, I love me some deviled eggs. Deviled eggs yeah, does man. not love me. <laughs> no, sir. If you want my the wife and kids to be miserable, uh, pack me full of deviled eggs and send us on a road trip. Yeah, there was a time for like most of my life. Well, almost half, I'd say. I didn't like deviled eggs. Mm. Then I discovered, like I tried one and went, oh, these are good. Mm. And I ate like a dozen of them. <laughs> Then I didn't like him again for a little while. Hmm. Wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
And Mrs. Producer Brian didn't like him for a while, or you haven't for a little while either. Uh, well, this is I was these were my younger oh, years. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> the the key I think for me, and again, this is where Mojo and I will disagree, is I like the sweet relish uh, mixed in with it. I made some. I've had it. That's okay. I I used dill pickles mm. uh, on Easter and made some with a little pickle juice in there. Yeah, Fantastic. I can see that. I prefer it the sweet, but I know Mojo hates it. Mm. Uh, po' boys. Oh yes, That's all day long, all day, every day. Fried gizzards. No, nope. I'm done with that one. Here's here's this is this is my <sighs> mamma jamma right here. The chocolate gravy. Nope. I haven't had it, <sighs> y'all. I'm going to have to have uh, Grandma make some. Bring it back. Gator Tail. No. I think so. Oh, yes. So I did. RJ Gators. There were, that restaurant used to be There was a restaurant. Yeah, that was it. They claimed it was Gator Tail. Mm. It, I don't know. Maybe we can get some feedback on that. It <laughs> tastes a whole lot like little chicken nuggets, mm. like popcorn yeah, chicken. It's like, but, uh, uh, for, when I had it, it was, it was chewy chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I'm going to... Count that as I ate it. Yeah. Yep. I ordered it, whether they gave it to me or not. There, there you go. I'm there with you. you. My hands are clean. In my your hands head, are clean. You did. Yes. Uh, a poke salad. What's that? Oh, I know what that is. That. What is okay, that? Okay, so this was it was more prevalent back in like the early earlier 20th century in the South. Um, poke salad is made. I think it's called the poke plant. P O K E. And mm-hmm. in the salad, it's harmless, but it's actually a toxic plant. And yep. what it was really used for, or, or what people liked it for, was um, back in like the uh, Depression era. You know, people would walk around barefoot, and they would pick up worms and all kinds of stuff from that. And the poke salad would help get rid of those worms, basically poison it out of their bodies. I read an article on this recently, I think within the last few months. Oh wow! Yeah, how about you? So, so some of your uh, your your uh, Southerners with more life experience. Probably know what that mm-hmm. is. Younger Southerners, probably not. In Kentucky, I know they have a poke salad festival. I have not, I didn't, have not attended, but I know that that's there. Huh. Um, so I have not had never had. Salad. No, I can't say I've had that. Then, yeah, I've had a poke bowl. Is that, that's uh, oh, a little yeah. different, I guess. I've collected Pokemon. <laughs> it was a like Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and then the last one was chicken livers. Oh yeah, no. many times. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> I, I was almost practically raised on chicken livers. Then around, I was like my age of 12, maybe I went, wait a minute, chicken. I realized what I was eating. Oh, yeah. I stopped for a while. And then I went, eh, I used to eat those. I'll eat them again. Cause they're really cheap. Mm-hmm. And you dip them in some sauce and they're not terrible. So. They, um, uh, there's a place in Georgia called Carter burgers and they have the best chicken livers. And so every once in a while, when I go down to visit Je- the in-laws, uh, I'll stop by Carter Burgers and get some chicken livers. That that usually satisfies satisfies me for a year, and then yeah. you know I'll get them again some other time. Yeah, that's the thing. I haven't craved them in a very long time. Yeah, it comes with a craving. Like you're like, man, I really want some chicken. I, I just need some iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what's everybody's score? Yeah, I was like 18 or Go 19. Oh, wow. I think that okay. Well, I got 25. Okay. Uh, I am at 32. 32. Oh, that was uh, delayed, but okay. Yeah, 30, that's 32? 32. How many is even on here? Yeah. What's what's the post, total possible, like, high score? I, you know what? I lost the 
the thing that was on it. So thirteen times three, thirty-nine. That be no, yeah. Hey, I did math. Yeah, thirty thirty nine. Math is hard. Total possible. Yeah, man. You're smart. SMRT. <laughs> Brian doesn't even know how to come back to that one. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Trying to get. Yeah, we're talking about tomato sandwiches, and I've been waiting to bring this up for a while. Okay. When I was a kid, my mom would make me a banana sandwich. Okay. You ever had a banana yeah. sandwich? Mm-hmm. Like. Literally bread, mayonnaise, and banana. Yeah, you've had that. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was I was reflecting a couple of days. There was bananas in my house, and mm. that's not a keto food. And I was really wanting some bananas. <laughs> and um, I started thinking about banana sandwiches. I'm like, I wonder if that was just a thing my parents just gave me because we didn't have any money. You know, like here here's bananas. We have bread. Mm. Eat this. I've done <laughs> my favorite was was peanut butter and bananas and honey. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say that's... I've done bread, peanut butter, and bananas myself. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That that would be delicious. Yeah, <laughs> the mayonnaise with the with it not so much. No, I've had it before. Yeah, okay, so yeah, you're not crazy. That was again. I I ate it without question mm-hmm. to a certain point in my life. Then I went, uh oh, why am I eating this? <laughs> Do I like this? Is this good? So so yeah. here's the breakdown. If you scored one to five, it says you might be a Yankee. So. Uh, congratulations. Um, you are not a Yankee, uh, Ryan. Uh, ten, six to ten. <laughs> how's your mom, mom and them? You know, how's your mom and them? Uh, well, that is a Southern yeah, saying, is. though. It is a Southern saying, yeah. How's your mom and them? Uh, and then 11 to 15, born and breaded. So born and breaded 11 through 15. So I actually sent, I had my wife, I asked her these questions, and she scored in that range. Okay. And she's from Pennsylvania. Whoa. So I, I take full credit for that score from for the well, last she, 10 years. Is so. she from rural Pennsylvania? <laughs> uh, Western Pennsylvania. Okay. But I fed her most of the, half of this stuff. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then 16 or over, you're Shonuff Southern. Shonuff Southern. So I think that's that is the majority of us, so. There's that. And anybody uh, from the chat score any higher? Nobody's commented, unfortunately. Well, probably everybody's asleep or watching the draft, so I understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, well, funny story. I was uh, trying to watch the draft on my daughter's iPad. <laughs> it's Yeah, so hey, I forgot that I set there? screen time limits, so it won't work <laughs> after like 8 o'clock or 8.30 or not. I forget what time I set. What's the I don't remember password? the password. I can't remember the password. <laughs> So I'm trying. I was trying to like follow and track. You know, I've got actually. I've I'd had three iPads sitting here oh, know, wow. watching the different things. You know, but that was the one I had the draft on, mm. and now I have no idea what's happening. Oh, so boy. I may have to turn off the YouTube because there's nobody. Arizona uh, is FYI. Oh, uh, nobody's on the YouTubes. I'm on YouTube. Okay, if, hey, you. come on to YouTube. Say hi. Oh. But that's, you know, that's... <laughs> uh, Arizona <laughs> has got the pick. They've got two minutes and forty nine seconds left. At least via Hulu, so I don't know. They could have already right. picked. Let me. I'm gonna get my phone out and there see if I can watch it that way. Well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna actually throw it to you, producer Brian, and talk about uh, Southern Fried Philosophy Bingo. Oh yeah. So, uh, I've seen on Instagram like all these quarantine bingo- bingos mm-hmm. popping up. So I went. What we need is a Southern Fried Philosophy Bingo. Sure. So. Um, 
kind of pl- throwing some ideas around. Hopefully, I will get this up in the next couple of days. Maybe you can play during the next show. So there's a couple of ways here. We've got just some things you can do. You do at home. You know, you might be doing during quarantine, mm-hmm. such as watching Tiger King is an <laughs> option. Uh, and then there's some things like that. Tip to tip and typically where the bourbon's working yeah, uh, during the show. You know, um, like Mojo gets mad at something. That would be a bingo spot. So just a little fun thing for you guys to play at home. And we'll try and get that up. I can probably have it up by the time you get to listen to this, actually. That could be even better. If time works. What are you seeing over there? Oh, so, uh, Carolina the just picked a defensive tackle. And I, I can't, I, I don't know where it went. Uh, he evidently is from Auburn. But when I when I glanced up, I just saw uh, it's a defensive tackle. And then it went straight to the family. You've got You've got most of the family. Oh, well, how about that? Uh, Derek Brown, by the way, from Auburn. Um, is, yep. You've got uh, most of the family, and they are, you know, celebrating on the couch. Then you've got the one guy that's all the way to the back wearing the surgical mask. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like way far from everybody else. I, I just looked up and I saw him, and I thought that was pretty funny. Um, so uh, they, uh, Carolina picked Derek Brown from the University of Auburn. That 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 seems like unexpected to me, but I haven't really been following that closely. Yeah, with the Panthers completely demolishing their team, uh, the Chargers got a quarterback too, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's going to be. Also, they went to Auburn's head coach Gus Malzahn, and he's got a giant uh, Galactica, Galactica uh, video game in the background. So, how about you? Oh, like Galaga? Galaga. No. Sorry, Galaga. The pew 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 mm-hmm. pew. pew. Yep. That one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, we'll hopefully have the SFP bingo up, ready to go, so you guys can play at home. First person, I'll say this, first person who, who yells bingo, legitimately, and we'll have to go back to make sure, uh, we'll get a Southern Fried Philosophy hat, uh, we will send one to you, so if you play mm. and you get that, we'll, we'll along we, uh, with the Lysol, um, scrub. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get a Lysol wipe in a, in a plastic in the, bag yeah, with a hat, so right? You can, you can rest assured. <laughs> You'll rip it open with your nasty germy hands, then reach inside and get the Lysol wipey, then wipe the hat and your hands and you'll be fine. So all that and everything else. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nasty things, um, we'll go to some wacky news brought to you by 1812 Barbecue. I just talked to our friend Eric the, the other day. He is still cranking out some fantastic brisket, um, uh, pork, uh, pork butt. Anything you want, he'll throw on this fantastic new smoker that he's got, light it up for you, um, and give you some wonderful sides. So check out our friends at 1812 Barbecue. Uh, I am looking forward to his next round, and I'm going to get some brisket from that. Mm, yummy. Um, so there's that. So, uh, Wacky News, um, did you guys see this uh, <laughs> New York uh, de Blasio did a social distance snitches hotline? Did you guys see this this article? No, I did not. <laughs> New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio was forced to temporarily close his coronavirus snitch hotline over the weekend as the service was inundated with prank calls, pictures of genitalia, and memes likening de Blasio to Adolf Hitler. Uh, he unveiled the controversial scheme on Saturday, urging New Yorkers 
to text 311 to report anyone violating the state's social distancing rules or stay-at-home orders. He encouraged them to snap a picture and send that picture to 311. However, the citizens' did not re- response did not go as planned. They vehemently criticized the tyrannical overreach the hotline posed within hours, and it was flooded with messages for contempt for de Blasio. <laughs> Such messages included the extended middle finger and links to articles about de Blasio breaking his own social distancing instructions uh, when he was seen going to the gym mid-March after the coronavirus outbreak had already started ravaging the cities. Uh, other images posted to Twitter show users texting the number with images of Adolf Hitler with the words, those turning in your neighbors and local businesses, you did the right thing. Uh, right spelled R-E-I-C-H. Um, they kept also um, photoshopping de Blasio announcing the tip line using the little Adolf Hitler mustache. Um, and they also <laughs> received way too many pictures of male genitalia. Uh, they didn't stop there either. Rallying cries were made on social media to start flooding their reporting text numbers with similarly contemptuous messages. They had to close it down, and now they are forced to do an audit before they go out to the uh, police departments. So, all that to say, if you hashtag or dial 311, uh, it needs to be a, a true crime of people not following social distancing. That's funny. I think he's going to engineer the next virus so he can hide with Roger in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I just thought that was uh, funny that people <laughs> were were sending out that's their, great uh, their stuff. That's that's New York for you, I guess. Oh right sure, one hundred percent. The eighteen twelve barbecue story started over twenty years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning eighteen twelve barbecue. He has honed his craft to bring you fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget the sides. Coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812-BARBECUE and he can make your next catered meal happen. Wedding and graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812-BARBECUE. Want to try your own hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812-DRY RUB and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812-BARBECUE, or call 704-604-5148. Or email Eric at eric.line at 1812barbecue.com, and he'll be glad to help any way he can. I also didn't know if you guys saw this article um, uh, from the Herald Lexington Leader. uh, A drive-in graduation ceremony and and a virtual one is planned for a Kentucky high school. Model Laboratory School in Eastern Kentucky is planning a hybrid high school graduation ceremony next month with both a a drive-in graduation 
for the uh, 2020 class in a virtual graduation. Doing both, it will bring a sense of finality where students can see others, even at a distance, and will allow family members who are staying healthy at home to witness the celebration, a spokeswoman said. Um, Evidently, guys, they will be doing a virtual video commencement uh, service. And then the the graduates will be able to drive uh, in a car to pick up their diploma while their family is sitting in another parking lot and they can watch them drive, pick up their diploma, and then go home. Uh, their families can only be one per car, uh, so you can't have you know auntie and uncle and everybody else piling in the car. It's only one family can occupy the car. Um, guys, what are your thoughts on a drive-in graduation? Well, I think the technology to pull this off has been around for at least 25 years. You think so? If not more. Yeah. So what you do is you get them, you know, line everybody up in alphabetical order because you got to be in alphabetical order, right? And then you have them like, you know, you can get those AM broadcasters, mm-hmm. right? So you, everyone turn, tunes to like AM 1050 or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can do the whole commencement on the radio, right? Sure. That part I got through. You. Yeah, and just, you know, have them, like, drive around the track because, you know, all these high schools got to have a track, right? Sure. And then you can have, like, I don't know, all the teachers spread out in the stands maybe mm-hmm. a little far apart. You know, let, me, let me ask this question. <laughs> what happens when um, Mr. Jones decides to pull up, you know, 25 minutes after they've already lined up their cars and now now they got to make room for him? That's half the fun, right? <laughs> Just okay. You get out of your car and get in the guy's car behind him. Everyone to get out and just move back. It's like a Chinese fire drill <laughs> sure. with 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 forty five well, cars. Now you're just spreading the, dry, the virus even more. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> don't don't, don't do that. Go just show up at the right time. Come on, guys. How hard is it be on time? Hey, you, you know that exactly. You know what would happen too is you get somebody go up there and they do a burnout right in front of the this grandstand. There's a thing. <laughs> This is Kentucky, right? So. This is Kentucky, guys. And they'd be rolling coal well, too. They're they're gonna roll. They're gonna and then they're gonna get the most creative that they possibly can. So one guy's gonna roll up in like a monster truck. You can't oh, count yeah. the number of limos Tractor, that are gonna be there. Tractors, no pants, no pants, camo. You can't see it because it's all yeah. in camo. Where to go? <laughs> you know, like. This is going to be a cluster. Like a mobile duck blind or something. Sure, 100%. You don't, you don't think there's going to be a deer stand in the back of a truck rolling through this thing? Oh, no, oh, sir. Oh, yeah. It will absolutely be there. I would love to see that. No, it, it is going to be uh, a nightmare to try to get this. I mean, you can't even get people when they're not in a car in an, in an organized line at a, at a, cre- at a proper time. Much less now oh, you got to get cars involved. Or just like rent out a Chick-fil-A or something on a Sunday and just have them go through there, through the drive-thru. Well, and What's that your would, name? You know. Mm, that would be the <laughs> only way I think that this thing could be pulled off is if it's brought to you by a Chick-fil-A who's got it down pat and like in an organized fashion. Yeah, you got three people outside, you know, taking your name three times to make sure you're still in the right order and you didn't switch. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know there's going to be the people that switch. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I want to get out of here early, so I'm Connie Chung. How about it? I'm yeah. out of here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I do feel bad 
though, about all these seniors uh, who aren't able to to graduate. Though, I mean, I saw somewhere where it's like 35 million people are going to be impacted because they're not able to to walk or you know do all those things or go go see that. Yeah. So you know, typically, you know, you get that senior right. At some level, this is the best thing that happened in your senior year, right? Because you're not going back to school. Yeah, but you want like, to you know you know you're done. You know you're graduating. Walking. Listen, if you're in the South, mm-hmm. it's, you know, early June. It's probably 95 degrees outside. Oh, you're wearing a dark colored robe. Everything is, everything and is sweating. Fuck. Everything. The first thing I did when I got home is I ripped off all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Came back outside and the family goes, we wanted to take pictures. Oh. <laughs> Had to put it all back on. It's black. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth it, guys. Yeah, I was lucky. My uh, my ceremony was in the Charlotte Coliseum, the one that was on Tybola Road that they uh, tore down a few years ago. Oh, the new Coliseum. That, that the original Hornets played at. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's where we had it. Um, Mine was at night, so it wasn't hot. It was in an, an old auditorium as well, so it wasn't so that. Hot. But I've been to graduations where they've been in South Georgia during the day. Y'all, that's hot. That's yeah. hot. And you got to dress up and be like... It's a polyester robe or whatever yeah. you're wearing. No, <sighs> sir. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Uh, I will say, though, there there are things that are positive about the coronavirus um, that are, I think, needs to stay. Uh, as a parent, these drive through birthday parties are fantastic. <laughs> Does everyone get a cupcake or anything? Or yeah. Just like wave at. Yeah, okay. like we had one for for Hot Pocket, and they would just people would just pull into the driveway. They could get out. We had Lysol wipes there. You could grab a cupcake, get back in your car, say happy birthday, and head out. That was it. Easy peasy. You're in. You're out. You're done. You ain't got to get out. You don't got to stay four hours. You ain't got to go to the 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 roller rink and spend one hundred twenty five dollars you don't want to spend on that. Y'all. I will say that that's been a positive. Huh? I may have to deal with that if they don't fix things before end of May. Mm. So. Oh yeah, no, you're you're gonna clear on that one. You you're, think you've already got it? Like, what scheduled. if what if, what if I don't want to bring anyone into the house? Still, one hundred percent. You've got listen. You've got this locked up. You just mm. you ride this wave until you ain't you can't ride it anymore. Well, last till November. That's the next one. One hundred percent. Yeah, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, by then it's going to be round two. So you say, absolutely not. Nobody's oh, yeah. coming in round two. Okay, because that's the party I don't want to have. You know? No. No, you say this This thing could come back. Uh, absolutely is not going to It's not gonna come. We're not having a party here in November. So you don't want to get Mamma sick. Absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're in the clear on that one. All right. Our last, um, our, our last one um, is a funny story. There was a... Um, a woman who wanted to do continue to train for the Boston Marathon. She's been training her whole life <laughs> for the Boston Marathon. She decided she's still going to continue to run the Boston Marathon. Um, but she's going to do it a little bit different. Obviously, they're not having it, but she's going to run uh, around uh, the city in Boston. But she's going to be creative, and she's going to run. The same distance, but she's going to spell out Boston Strong while she's running. Now, there's an app called uh, Stavia, I think that is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where it got tracks. It. Go ahead, producer Ron. Yeah, I've got Stavia. I used it uh, for that two bike rides I took last year. 
Very good. And and explain to people what it what it does. Basically, it uh, it invades your privacy mm-hmm. and uh, tells everybody what you've been doing. Wow, that sounds that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, can you install that it's on awesome. purpose? Yeah, yeah, because I wanted I I wanted to track my ride to see how far I actually rode. Okay. It tells you like you know, much, you know, a lot of runners use it, and just basically it's GPS. It's you know low jack for your phone mm-hmm. for running. Yeah, it's trail. You can kind of beat your times and that kind of stuff. Sure. So this lady decides she's going to continue to to run the Boston Marathon. And I use air quotes here, um, but she's going to spell out. She planned it, and she's going to spell out Boston strong. And so as she's while she while she's running, uh, one block it looks like. Says Boston underneath. It's supposed to say strong. She got it all done. She got it like she liked it. She ran the marathon like she wanted to, but realized she accidentally left off the letter N, and it just says Boston's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Boston's dog. No. She forgot the N. I got to do it again, right? And she said do that she over. she passed it along to several people to look at it. They verified it, which you know that those people were just, yeah, yeah. Nobody they don't like, care. Oh, yeah, great. Good idea. That's, you do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Everybody loves that. <laughs> In fact, you should, you should keep it. Going. They didn't care. They didn't care. Um, so <laughs> uh, they, they validated it, and then she ran it, pulled it up, and was like, something don't look right, and she missed the end. You think she was just uh, afraid of using the N word or just using the N? The N, yeah. Connotations or something, right? Could be racist. I mean, they use it's, they use the end in Boston, right? So maybe not. Oh yeah. Well, she it looks like uh, from the from the photograph, she's just running around the park for the end. So it didn't look. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> but she said it took months to plan this thing out. I feel like I could have months? done that uh, with Google Maps in like twenty seconds. Was she trying to get the mileage right? I think that's something? probably what it was. Yeah, she was trying to get the mileage. You find the right city blocks to run around, mm. so you get the was it twenty six? Yeah, twenty six miles. The twenty six kilometers, miles. Yeah, twenty six point. That's a long way to run without nothing chasing yeah, 20, you. Yeah, twenty six point something miles. Two point six miles is a long way to run. See, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the stickers on the back of those cars say. You know what they say to me? I'm too proud. That's what they say to me. Mine would be zero I'm dot zero. Cool. I'm too cool. Yeah, I'm too cool. I'm, we should uh, try to sponsor like a, a marathon or something and have a big old plate of biscuits at the end. Oh, you like know we would. For that. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, they have the Krispy Kreme one, right? We should just do a biscuit and gravy one. Oh, there was, what I, I watched something, something that was in Raleigh. They had some kind of, it was a triathlon. But so they they run, they had to eat something ridiculous. Mm. Then they'd swim and then drink like, like a giant beer or something. It was. Oh, that would be. It was really. It was on. I saw it on Food Channel or Travel Channel. It was on Travel Channel. That's right. Uh, man, was it, I forget what channel it was. It was Man versus Food, maybe. I saw. It was a cool looking thing, but it, it, someone's going to be their head in the trash can at the end. Essentially, I had a, a former boss, and that's all he loved to run. That, those people freak me out. I'll be honest with you. I love y'all, but y'all freak me out. If you're running, something ain't for right. No reason. Like if there's if there's not something chasing you or there's not a ball involved, you don't need to be running. There's not a ball involved. <laughs> um, but like, but he would run. But he would say like the thing that you that they would drink afterwards is chocolate milk. Like that was the thing that refueled them that like got him going again. And I was chocolate like, chocolate well, milk. Yeah, chocolate milk. 
It wasn't just regular milk. It was chocolate milk. And I said to myself, well, I might be getting into this running thing. I could just drink all the chocolate milk. I, I, yeah, I need to know more about that. If that's a thing people do. It, it is the sugar? Is. The sugar, I, thought, I guess you know, the, the, the fat from the, the lactose or whatever. Hmm. Uh, but isn't like it. That's the last thing I would think. You would of. think. Yeah, you think it yeah, make you throw up. Like, right. That's what I thought. But he's like, as soon as he gets done, he chugs like a half gallon of chocolate milk. Hmm. Like I've hiked some miles. Okay. Okay. Like backpacking, like forty miles in a couple of days, hmm. and I wasn't thinking about chocolate milk. Hmm. I was thinking about Gatorade. I was thinking about dying. Gator the whole time. Well, yeah. Once you get past the I want to die, <laughs> then you think about Gatorade. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah. I want to die. Now I want Gatorade. I'm good. Yeah, well, there's a point where you go, well, I was thinking, if I died, I'd be okay with that. Sure. I feel okay about, you know, dying here and be eating my animals. It'd be fine. Yeah. I'm going to give back. Then then it's like, I really want a Gatorade. I really want like an orange Gatorade. I started thinking about flavors, you know. That's what got me through. (laughs) Then you get off and you drink two 32 ounces at one time. Mm -hmm. And that's, and you're good. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, that that was like football season for me, man. I would, I would go through Gatorades like there were none, like nothing. My dad was like, "We don't have enough money in my retirement account to keep drinking Gatorade." Oh, the Jets pick right. is in. Oh yeah, this will be go. the quietest Jets pick ever. Eleven, they've got. I think people are at home just yelling. People at home are just ready to yell if they're Jets fans. They're never happy about anything. The Jets. What did uh, also? Can we talk about how does how does um, Los Angeles have two teams? They got the Raiders and the Chargers. That's not fair. No, no, no. That's L.A. L.A. What did I say? L.A. has two teams. They have the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah. What did I say? You said the Raiders. Las Vegas says the Raiders. They just moved. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe I heard it wrong. Maybe maybe the bourbon was whispering to my ear. Um, tonight's episode brought to you by Woodford Reserve, Double Oak, and Eagle Rare, and Eagle Rare, and Hop- what is that? Hoppium. From uh, what is that? Tell me, tell us about that. This is uh, Hoppium uh, IPA from Foothills Brewery, which is out of. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm like way from the mic, so it's probably not even picking up. Hoppium uh, from uh, IPA from the uh, Foothills Brewery, which is out of Winston Salem. So it's okay. a local local microbrewery up the road a little bit from here. Nice, is it and good? it is yummy. I'm an IPA guy, oh. so uh, yeah, I like. I also like their uh, their Jade, uh, which is another IPA they have, and then they have a double IPA that's really good as well. Hmm. Cool. All right, come on, Jets. Do, do we get a pick? It's in. We're waiting on Roger now. Oh wait, here it is. Oh, uh, Louisville. What's that? Mecky Becton from Louisville. Tackle. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no one knows about these, you know, offensive linemen. Right. <laughs> Roger. The Las Keep Vegas Raiders. How weird is that? Like, how hard is that going to be to get in your head? I, I thought it was, well, I know it was the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, it was Oakland. Okay. And it was LA like a long time ago, but. They've been in Oakland for a long time, as long as I can remember. So it's it's the Chargers and who in L.A.? The Rams. Rams. The Rams. Rams. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, look at Big Boy right there. Look and at then, Big uh, Boy. And what's funny is the uh, the Rams just redid their logo, 
and it looks a lot like the Chargers. Big boy. Good gravy. I mean, he's had some gravy. I'll tell you that right now. How about you, Mikel Becton? All right. You got it. Picking them, putting them down. I see what you're doing over there. All right. And let's go to some uh, hot topics brought to you by Hookline and Heroes 501c3 that uh, is connecting our vets to a uh, fishing experience excursion. Uh, I'm sure they're probably taking a break uh, for the coronavirus, but then they're also connecting their vets, our vets, with a uh, relationship with God. So uh, check out our friends at Hookline and Heroes. If you would like to donate and to um, to help them out while they're getting ready to launch this thing again, please, uh, again, check out our friends Hookline and Heroes, also on the sponsors section of our website. Good night. He is picking them up, putting them down. He is a fast dude. All right, so um, uh, the Senate approves measures to replenish the halted coronavirus small business loan program. Uh, they mm-hmm. had um, nearly a half a trillion dollars was uh, approved by the Senate for the Paycheck Protect- Protection Program. Um, it halted last week after it ran out of money. There is a $484 billion bill that would be injected into the program. It would give uh, $320 million to small businesses. $60 billion would be set aside for community-based leaders, smaller banks, and credit unions. $10 million would be to admin fees. $75 billion to uh, help overwhelmed hospitals and $25 billion for new coronavirus testing programs. Um, so what was that, that number, the, the big number again? The big number, $484 billion. billion And this was, the, the purpose of this was for small businesses. For small businesses. Refill. Because they and ran, yet they, they had the before. smallest chunk out of the, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Three hundred and twenty billion. No, so that that would be for small oh. businesses. They would get three hundred and twenty billion. I thought you said million. So, so but billion. Off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sixty like billion for community base. Ten billion for admin. Seventy-five billion for hospitals and twenty-five billion for testing. Listen, I'll I'll do the admin for you for a whole lot less than ten billion. I'll tell you that. Right. right now. Come on, <laughs> this show will do it. Uh, I mean, we'll only take like you know twenty-five mil. I'll do that. Um, it estimated that the injection of the $484 billion will save $300 million, uh, 300 million jobs. My thought is might as well just pay those uh, 30 million jobs, $848 billion. Um, yeah, just pay the people and call it a day, just right? Just call it a day. Uh, yeah, so what are your guys' thoughts? We're, we're throwing more money at it, and it seems like it's going to run out again. We're just going to have to throw more at it. Uh, the original... Uh, program, sorry, was three hundred and forty nine billion. So the original was three hundred forty nine billion. It launched April third, and it ran out of funds uh, last Thursday. So less than uh, twenty days later, it ran out of funds. Mm. Well, a lot of the problem was that like these larger companies were technically qualifying for this money. Like was it Ruth, Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris and, got uh, Steak and Shake got yeah. this exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. Harvard. And Harvard. Harvard. They, yeah. They Harvard. Like all these really theirs. Right. Right. And so they had to you know for the actual small businesses were were getting screwed over. And then banks weren't 
well, there's a, apparently a lawsuit out right now that some banks were not prioritizing. Um, it's supposed to be as come as you were first come first serve, but they were going by like the bigger amounts. They were they were approving those loans first instead of who was first in line. Hey, so buddy. the big money went out before like someone like me never had a chance kind of situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just keep printing money, right? I just mean, keep it's, printing it's, it'll, it'll be it's not based on anything real. So we'll just, uh, There's no gold keep making up numbers, Mark, by the way, just FYI. And Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, I mean, guys, what in the world y'all? I mean, the, the small businesses aren't getting it. The big businesses are. They're finding the loopholes. They're putting in their um, their applications soon. They're getting them processed faster. I just don't. I just don't get it. Like yeah. So I heard I heard an idea the other day, and it kind of makes sense to me. You know, we're paying all these businesses, expecting them to continue to pay their employees. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna give out all this fake money, just give it straight to the people. Whether you're an employer, I mean, like, just skip the middleman, right? Right, like, just pay the taxpayer whatever is divvied up, and you can, you know, how much they made last year, mm-hmm. right? That's it how it's is being calculated. Adjust it based on if you know if you're if, if it's salary compensation or salary protection or whatever it is. <clears throat> These are loans, I guess, but just go pay the people that way, yeah. not. That's not going to be forgiven anyway because you're using it to pay your bills and not buy your Jordans then, uh, or your whiskey. Uh, <laughs> that, that, to me, that makes, that would, in the one way, would make more sense, you know, than uh, trusting uh, banks and other businesses to give it to you, you know. San Francisco picks Henry Ruggs. There you go. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Went to Robert E. Lee Montgomery High School from Montgomery, Alabama. How about you? All right. Yeah, my stuff hasn't updated yet. What do you think about that pick, Mr. San Francisco? Well, I don't know who that guy is, so that's uh, not helpful. Oh, wait. No, it looks like they're still on the clock. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for this to click in. So. Well, because they're, you know, they're, they're going in. They think that that's who they're going to pick. Oh. Wide receiver. I don't think they should go wide receiver right here, personally. Well, they so are. It looks like they're they're looking at the wide receiver. That's where Man, everyone wants them. I guess is there any? Uh, I think I should get cornerback myself. That's what I'd pick. But how did you? We talked about this. How did you become the yeah. San Francisco fan? Uh, it was just television back in the nineties. That's what I. They were always on TV because they were always was it winning. Young? <laughs> was Young the quarterback then? Uh, when I really started watching that Steve Young had just taken over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Steve Young, Jerry Rice, uh, Ricky Waters was running back. Oh yeah. They still had some, they had a lot of really good players. Deion Sanders was playing. It was one of his stops along the way. But, uh, yeah, it's, I, don't, I just, very young age, it just kind of captivated me. And then mm-hmm. that was it, you know? And then a couple about, you know, three, four years later, we got a football team here, and it. Uh, I watched them a little bit, but it never it never had the same electricity for me. You know, it, just, yeah. it was different. I don't know why I can't explain it. But it's, I stuck. I'm, I'm, stuck. I'm really stubborn. I'm a stubborn loyalist anyway. So, 
Yeah. When I make up my mind about something, that's it. And then, you know, it's it was 25-year drought. Super Bowl, so. Well, remember, I'm a Jaguar fan, Jacksonville Jaguar fan. We've been good for maybe one season, and then. Yeah, it was uh, 1995, right? Right. When they, uh, yeah. When won the AFC, the, or went to the AFC Championship. We had, uh, <laughs> oh, Bur- Burnell, Mark Burnell is a quarterback then. Oh, yeah, Mark, oh, yeah. Yeah. We had the Christian club there, and everybody was like, oh, it's, uh, it's, Jesus is on our side. Yeah, that worked out well. Uh, anyway, so $484 billion going oh, back. Oh, he's putting the hat on. Is he putting the hat on? Is he wearing a bathrobe? <laughs> Is that guy wearing a bathrobe at the NFL draft? Are you kidding me? He's emotional. Sounds like something Cam would do. What? Are you seeing this? Did he just get out of the bath? Uh, oh, I forgot. I got to take a shower. Oh, what? I'm getting he's drafted. Let me get out of the shower. Give me that hat. Y'all, he is in a bathrobe. What does he wear? That wasn't a trade, was there? Y'all. No, that's what I thought, too. It was actually, That was Oakland. They were still talking about Oakland stuff. San Francisco. Oh, still this is Oakland that. stuff? He's wearing an Oakland hat. I'm he's, saying. Yeah, he's wearing an Oakland hat. So I apologize. Oh, okay. Fake like, news, what is guys. This Fake still, news. listen, Fake he's news. ready for Vegas. He's wearing a bathrobe. I mean, bath he's in robe. a bathrobe, y'all. I ain't never seen that at the draft. Nope. I've seen some crazy suits. But nobody's seen a bathrobe. Looks like old Cam started a trend. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to get worse from here. Somebody's just going to come out butt naked. Just be like, look at me, (laughs) y'all. Look at me. (laughs) Welcome to the NFL. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, uh, Magic Man, do we have anybody in the chat still? Uh, According to this, says we have two people watching. Oh, yeah, we had a couple in and out. Uh, yeah. All right. We got some some familiar names popping up here on the Facebook. Yeah. All right. Oh, the old Padre Justin Wallace. Hey. Throwing some emotes at us. Dave Milam. Hey. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Brenda Robinson. Is uh, Are they actually watching? or? Is I it... don't know if they are now. We're down to one. They got, oh, they're, they're, they got they're turned to, they turned to watch the 49ers yeah. draft pick. Probably. Sure they did. We have Leanne Whitley. Uh, we on. have uh, Leanne Whitley was in YouTube yeah. over there. Okay. Talking to him a little bit. Leanne. Yeah. She's a, she's a SFB insider. Yeah, she was saying, uh, what, a, what if, uh, the, for the bingo, what if I already have a hat? <laughs> I just said she could have a spare. <laughs> well, we'll send you a roll of toilet paper. How about that? Oh, with, with the SFP logo traded, on it? The Bucks. The Bucks oh. just traded into the, the, like, I don't know where they came from. Dun, they came dun, from, dun. they moved up, up ahead. Oh, just one spot. No, they got 13 and 14. No, the Bucks are at 13. And the Niners moved down to 14. They just swapped. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So who are they going to get for Tom Brady, I guess? That's the oh. question. Well, didn't... There's some news for you, right? Didn't, uh... <laughs> they got, uh, Gronkowski, too, right? Yeah, they got old man Gronkowski out Good of retirement. Gracious. They're getting the pain That's... back together. How about that? <laughs> I saw, uh, something on Instagram the other day. that said, the uh, Buccaneers have traded for Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny. All right. Hook, Line, and Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Founded in 2017 to show God's love and appreciation for our disabled and PTS military veterans. They provide professionally guided fishing trips to nominated veterans at no cost to the veteran. Hook, Line, and Heroes has provided over 30-plus trips around the Carolinas since their founding. 
from red fishing down in Charleston to striper fishing on Lake Norman, and even offshore fishing down in Florida. Each trip is a one-on-one experience with a member of the organization aiming to provide a day of fun and relaxation on the water and begin a lifelong relationship with them. Each veteran leaves the day with a fully stocked tackle box, rod and reel, apparel, a Bible, and a daily devotion to kick to kickstart their new hobby and build their relationship with God. Please take the time to visit their website at hooklineandheroes.org to hear and learn more about them. You can help in many ways by nominating a veteran you know through their website, join their monthly giving program, Healing Heroes, or send a one-time personal or corporate donation. You'll also be happy to hear that they are completely volunteer-run and nearly 100% of your donations goes directly towards providing trips for the veterans. Be sure to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to see their veteran stories and to show your support. The last uh, uh, story I've got is this uh, immunity certificates. Have you guys heard about these immunity certificates? No. Evidently, and this is, again, I asked my wife, why do these articles have so many words to them? Because it, it, I just get to the point where I'm like, I'm tired of reading, so I stop. But evidently... TLDR. Um, yeah, I just need that one. Just give me the top list. Uh, evidently, what they're... By the way, Bruce Arian sitting on his back porch um, with <laughs> on a table. The Tampa Bay Buck coach is just sitting on his back porch. All right, how about you? Yeah, you see, like the fan cams. The fan cams are my favorite part. You got like sixteen people there uh-huh. dressed ridiculously for their teams. Oh, there he is again. Oh. The GM has like his grandkids grand, or something yeah. sitting, like hanging out. Hey guys, why don't you pick this one? Oh no, <laughs> they, they pushed the wrong, wrong button. Guy. <laughs> this is like their their uh, fantasy draft. Oh no, don't get my fantasy draft and my real draft confused. Oh man. You already got Tom Brady. You can't, you know. You already got to go. again. Uh, by the way, our <laughs> podcast listeners are going to be eleventh. Yeah, I can cut it out if that's no, too it's... terrible. Uh, but anyway, know. so let me go back to these immunity um, certificates. So evidently, let me get your all's thoughts. Uh, the idea is they uh, for those folks that have already had the coronavirus uh, and have recovered, or had SARS and recovered, uh, or um, had the coronavirus recovered, maybe that I already said that one, um, or has developed the antibodies or has the antibodies, they would test to see if you have antibodies. You would get a immunity certificate that allowed you to go back into the, uh, the working community, go back into the public with no um, ramifications or whatnot. You have to be tested. You have to get the certificate. And if you pass, then you can go back to work or whatever else like that. If not, then you still have to stay home and be self-quarantined. This is an idea that's going um, through Germany, through um, um, the United Kingdom is looking at that. Chile is looking at it as well. as So these are possible uh, immunity passports that allow you to move move freely about the cabin uh, to... Uh, to go to work and go to sporting events or mainly for like food service, uh, you know, any type of role of where you're going to be interacting with a bunch of people. Um, so you get the certificate and then you can go back into public. Um, 
Does that make sense? Any, you guys, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's impossible to regulate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, uh, that's, uh, what's that look like? How we already don't, can't test enough people that have had it. Then you're going to test people that like people have it and don't know they ever had it. Mm-hmm. Can they still get, they get an antibody test? Is that right. how this is working? Yeah. Yeah. Every, evidently the idea is everybody gets tested. That's yeah, the who's, whole, the, who's doing that testing. That's is a good point. That independent lab. Is it like, well, that'll, we can't no, I'll deal do with the more, outbreak. I'll do some more yeah. digging on that and that'll be the stock pick for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever, yeah. With lab. I was going to say lab core. Yeah. Lab core. Um, yeah, so they test everybody, and then if you have the antibodies or you've recovered from it, you're going to go back to work and you get the certificate. The question I have is, we don't know enough about this virus. What if it mutates or you could get it again? Sure. What if you never get it? Yeah. Well, you would have the antibodies, right? Maybe. Supposedly. Maybe if you've properly distanced yourself, you just don't, you're just not getting it. Right. How do you? How are you allowed to go back to work? Well, that would be the thing. Like, if you haven't been tested or you don't have the antibodies, you're not going back to work. Exactly. And maybe you. So now you have to get some kind of uh, vaccination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're saying which, 18 months before we get an actual vaccination. And does that even work or not? I mean, right. You know, this is I am legend again, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They take the vaccination, and then we all become zombies. Oh crap! This is how it's going to start. Born. I ain't getting the vaccination. I don't care. This is it, right? Or we, or we go around and do like they did with chicken pox and just say, you know, hang out with people that have the virus so you get it. And, well, uh, so and that was the argument and, in, yeah. in the article is people are going to intentionally get coronavirus so that they can develop the antibodies and then they could go back to work. Um, so, you know, I've never had the chicken pox. You never had them? I've never had it. So when my kids get it, I'm moving them with Biggin for a couple of weeks. Come on, you know we've got an extra bed or you know a front porch. So. And you're lucky because yeah, you won't get shingles either. Yeah, my mom had that. That's terrible. Yeah. So, so. I don't know, guys. I mean, there's there's a lot of like morality issues I see in this. A lot of uh, ways around it, and we just don't know enough about about it. So I'm a little little nervous about that. They're thinking about it. Fauci said it's it's something that they're Throwing around in the old, um, you know, think tank, but I don't know if they're going to go with it. But Germany said that they're they're going to start testing a hundred thousand people and see how it goes. How well it well, turned yeah. out for the, the Germans, Germans. You know, let them engineer that. I'm just saying, no, let's not. They they've got a bad history of that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, mm. just a thought. Um, so speaking of coronavirus, we got some folks that are. Oh wait. Oh wait a minute. Yes, I'm on the clock. Tristan Wirfs. Who's that? I don't. I haven't studied this draft. Oh, that's Tampa Bay. Okay, yes, yeah, the tackle, corn-fed, big boy. He's so the coach is so happy on his front porch. There's nothing so exciting as a uh, yeah. You got to keep. Uh, oh yeah, that's Tampa Bay. Sorry, I saw. Yeah, Tampa man. Bay. You you got to uh, you got to protect that forty-five-year-old uh, quarterback or however old sure. he is. You think that he's old done. man back there? You. Producer Ryan, you sent an article where Tom Brady walked in the wrong house of <laughs> yeah. Byron Leftwich. So apparently he's like staying with Byron. He was going to be staying with Byron Leftwich until he gets an apartment or something. Mm-hmm. So, he, he, so he walked in, just walked into this neighbor's house. And the houses, I think, look kind of similar. 
But imagine you're sitting there, you know, eating dinner, eating your cocoa puffs in the morning, and Tom Brady just walks in your house with his backpack on. He goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Like, what do you? Do you get mad? What just happened? It's like that's. Do you get mad that Tom Brady's in your house? No, I get it. If you're like a, a Steelers fan, you'd probably get pretty mad. Start throwing stuff. Yeah, but any of the you know NFC teams fans, it's mm. like, oh hey, that's Tom Brady, and you know who it is. I mean, sure. you recognize. You, you Does, know, it, would Tom anyone Brady. not recognize Tom Brady? What's what do you think his wife is? Is his wife going there too? Giselle, Giselle, uh, uh, Giselle. Bunchy. I mean, she'll probably visit. Uh, they're not. I'd, I'd be so shocked if he builds a house in Tampa. He's just gonna have a Airbnb or something. You know, those are cheap now. <laughs> Airbnb. Tom Brady is. I mean, apparently, Airbnb. he's you know bunking with Byron Leftwich, who's a yeah. Why is he doing he that? Coach somewhere. Who's he coach? He's a coach for somebody. I don't think it's Tampa Bay. I thought Byron. He I'm didn't gonna, he play for the Jaguars. Google, he like he a did, but he's back? a quarterbacks coach for somebody. I thought he was a running back. No, Byron Leftwich was a quarterback. He was a quarterback. Yeah, yeah he replaced. Or he got replaced by David Gerard. Yeah. He's a who's he, he? Oh, he's the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is he even allowed to be there with like the collective bargaining agreement and all that stuff? No, I don't. That seems like some shady stuff. Tom Brady's cheating already. Already Deflate Gate times four. He just got there last week. He's already cheating. <laughs> yep. Cheater. Um, old habits so die hard. <laughs> Um, speaking of old habits dying hard, the, uh, it looks like South Carolina, um, who else? Tennessee and uh, who else is opening back up the States? Georgia's Georgia. opening Georgia. back up. Yeah. Y'all, what do you think about oh. States opening back up? Now this would include barbershops, which this one throws me, tattoo parlors. Oh yeah. Uh, some some get... food service things like we're just gonna open it back up, huh? You know? Well, yeah. There's you know things you got to have to maintain tattoos isn't one uh, any kind of civilization, mm-hmm. and that's um, fades and tattoos. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Right. I'm needing a haircut pretty bad myself. This cloth. Oh my gosh! Long. It is awful. Yeah. yeah. I actually I know a friend that are has... you are you commenting on Magic Man's hair or your own? <laughs> no, mine. That's why I'm wearing the hat. The hook on the hero's hat. Like, <laughs> but Magic uh, Magic um, Man's hair is much better than my hair, and pretty yeah, surprising. So you ain't got to worry about it. I got to worry about. It. Um, got to keep buying. My hair is is awful, and I wanted. To, uh, we have a friend that has a Floby, and I was gonna get the Floby attachment, but then I realized I don't have. An actual vacuum cleaner. I've got the, you know, the, the vacuum, the robot vacuum. So that's not going to help him. So, no, oh well, just stuck with my nasty hair. Uh, but anyway, so um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Going back, I know people are up. eager to get businesses back and running. You just got to do it smart. Got to do it. And smart. I have a feeling people aren't going to be smart because people aren't people. People. One of my favorite movie quotes is from uh, Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones says, a person is smart, but people are dumb, panicky animals. Mm, that's, true. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, very true. Like, I can have an intelligent conversation with, like, individually with a person, but people as a group do stupid stuff. Speaking of, like... I mean, look at us. Yeah. You know? 100%. You've you got the people that voted for Trump. 
yelling at him saying, you're not going to take my rights, but then they still say, I'm going to vote for Trump. Um, it's just it's like, wait, what just happened? So they're, um, it, it just doesn't, doesn't quite make sense. I don't think that we're going, um, I think that they were pulling the trigger a little bit too early. I could be wrong. Um, but I guarantee you there will not be college football this year. Um, there won't be uh, fall sports this year. Um, if they are, nobody's going to go show up to them. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh, thing, I think. Uh, what's it going to look like for colleges, though? They're gonna like, are colleges going to – are they going to – like, we don't know anything. You know, they're going to try – everyone wants to go on vacation now, I guess, for summer. But there's so many safety issues out there. That's what my concern. Right. Like so schools and stuff. As of this recording, it's um, April 23rd. They've got to have – if you're going to have college football, you've got to be getting into the dorms within the next two weeks. So that means that they have to get the you know, crews in for cleaning, teachers. Mm-hmm. All that stuff needs to be done within the next two weeks before – so that the, the, the students can go back to get ready for football. That's not going to happen within two weeks. That's not happening. So yeah. you're not going to have college And I've football. seen – I know some of the pros are doing virtual off-season programs. They could go have like virtual camps okay. somehow. It's going to look like my my, uh, my daughter has an acro class mm-hmm. on Zoom. It's probably going to be that. I mean, they could probably use stretching. your, your Nautilus uh, dumbbells. Yeah, right? Yeah. If you gotta, I'm sure they have weights and stuff. But yeah, it – um. Oh, hey, uh, Alan McCoy in the Facebook chat, founder of Hookliner Heroes. Right here, throwing a shout out. Right there. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to have college football this year. Yeah, it's it's going to be weird. This you, is going to wreck everything. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't ask. Well, you can't say okay, the students are going to be virtual, but we're going to have the football team. Uh, every week, go up against another football team from another school and get blood, sweat, and tears all over them and be like, oh, well, it's fine. Like, th- that's not yeah. possible. You're not going to do it. No. They're going to get a certificate to play football. Right, right? their immunity certificates. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see that. I don't see basketball happening. So, mark this one on. <sighs> Marble sports, here we come. Well, I'm, I am pleased to report that I have noticed that the uh, jelly bean the Jelly Marble Madness guy is producing more more videos, so there's that. Oh, he's got to be making so much money right now <laughs> sure off of ad re- clicks and ad revenue. Sure. It's good. I mean, that's the only, like, we're all, the draft is the closest thing to live sports we're getting. Oh, San Francisco, soon. Javon Kinlaw. Yep, defensive, defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. There you yeah, go. Man. You got a DT, baby. Yeah, well, we just traded one, so that makes yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> we traded one for that pick. But and we, then we moved up, so we got a fourth round pick from South Carolina. And moved back one. Yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm cool with that. Keep that defense. South Carolina strong. You didn't do well, all that in South Carolina. Well, they they had a pretty good track record with drafts the last couple of years, so right. I'm gonna stick with. I'm it. saying South Carolina hasn't. So, well, you still have a good player on a bad team. Yeah, we'll see. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show. Uh, we want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, again, if, you, if you're listening on podcast and you want to see us live, check out our Facebook and or, and or YouTube. 
live links. We'll uh, have those on our show notes, hopefully. And then um, if you're listening on YouTube or Facebook, check out our podcast. Subscribe uh, on Apple Tunes, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all your podcast aggregates. We are there to search Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, and uh, we'll be there. If you want to support the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash SFP radio. You can, uh, you can contribute as much or as little as you'd like. Um, you can uh, get all the the extra episodes, the two extra episodes that we have. You can get that there. You can sign up and get some merch. That would be fantastic. And if you just want to check it out and then cancel it, you can cancel it any time too. So keep that in mind as well. Um, uh, again, we appreciate all of you guys for tuning in and listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. And as always, keep looking up. Go wash your hands. Thanks.